when we refer to leadership in change, we're referring to setting up an environment of success. Whether people are engaged or disengaged, it is the leadership that brings them together. We are, as leaders, looking to sell and influence the hearts and minds of people to shift thinking in a new direction. Leadership should not be mixed up with management. Leadership decides why and when a change will occur, where management or change management will look at the tools, techniques, and some of the smaller details and deliverables that bring the change together. When we are a leader and we class ourselves as a leader in the change journey, we have to look within and also look outside to our environment to ensure that people are ready, that the organisation has the attitude to back the change, the ability to deliver the change and ultimately the appetite to see the change through. In this lecture, we're going to take a look at leadership and in particular, your role in leadership. We'll, we'll discover and talk about ways in which your confidence and competence are two different things, but with your experience, you can bring the two together and lead the change ahead. This statement, whilst it sounds cliche, be the change you wish to see in the world, is a pretty important one. What that statement means to me in all my years of experience in change is, I look straight ahead at the change journey. I don't look over my shoulder to see or feel what other people think about the change. Leadership is about having the confidence to move forward. There are two terms we'll use throughout this course. One is change management and one is transition. Change management really is those logical steps or the mechanical framework in which we deliver change for the organization. Transition, on the other hand, can often relate to the period of change ahead, the pace of the change, and really the realization of the change to the organization. So let's just take a look and reflect on why leadership is so important when you are leading an organization in change. Well, first of all, we need to provide a direction, set a course. This could also be seen as the change strategy. We need to also have purpose and if you like, our commitment or horsepower, if you like, to the operations of the organization. People need to have faith in both of those things. Leadership is also referred to as a social influence in which others change and align to, and they sense that there's a new way of doing things. Social influence can be around just having that discussion in the hallway. It might be a presentation. It might be really socializing the ideas of the change ahead. But your ability as a leader to influence people isn't just mechanically done with words. It's that social influence, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, and the timing in which you do so. 
Leadership is also about the capability to meet the requirements of stakeholders. Now, when we talk about the requirements of stakeholders, some will be very obvious. It might be to do with money, cost down, revenue up, investment. But when we get to different areas of the business, people will need to have faith that you understand. For instance, if you're working with finance, areas in finance, operations, engineering, human resources or IT. You need to, one, either possess those capabilities in those different areas or demonstrate capability that you can draw upon other people to do so. Again, this is where leadership is so important. We also need to address the issues and risks that are facing the organization today and potentially tomorrow. We also look inward to the organization and consider those internal risks that might be capacity, it might be a product, it might be our general ability to do things operationally. Whereas an external risk or issue often looks at the market and its threat upon the organization. We need to balance the change management activities as previously discussed, those steps with the transition. If we try to move through change too quickly without bringing people on the journey, change is often impaired and unfortunately it can slip backwards. We need to create and nurture an environment for success and sometimes the environment for success is equally a safe haven for when things don't go too well or to plan and they fail. Part of being a good leader is creating that environment so people have confidence in it and they trust and respect that environment. So what makes you a good leader? Well, again, we want to create the environment in which people can see, succeed. We want to empower people to succeed and at times fail. But fail or failure is one of those words that people don't like to hear. But all too often in life, we don't always achieve what we set out to do. And by acknowledging those shortfalls or failures and having a conversation about them, you can actually improve and do things differently next time. Failure or the ability to embrace failure from a leadership point of view demonstrates to your stakeholders and the change team and the organization that you know what you're doing and you know what, the world is not flat. We will try something different next time. And another important element of being a good leader is knowing when to speak and when to listen. Often when we're in the workplace, when we're speaking or engaging in conversation with somebody else, I often like to imagine what the other person is thinking. Are they listening to what I am portraying in the information and the way I, I am articulating my message? Or are they merely waiting for a gap to respond or tell me something that they want to? It doesn't matter which one is the primary purpose for the other person engaging with you, but knowing when to speak and when to listen is probably one of the simplest tools that you can have as a change manager to 
gain trust and respect. Another element for being a good leader, and sometimes it can be one that shatters the confidence, is the ability to understand conflict and confusion. When we hear of conflict or confrontation, we often feel or picture people having tempers or hitting one another. Well, being able to diffuse a situation comes back to the previous point. If you ask someone, what, what is the issue here? And genuinely listen, but of course not taking sides, you will find from a leadership point of view, people will feel comfortable and the issue currently at hand will move into the background because they sense that you have the ability to address the issue, maybe not directly, but indirectly. Another very important element to being a good leader is we don't always have to be correct. One thing that I've experienced over my many years in change is being able to put my hand up and saying, I don't know, ahead of being proven to be incorrect is very important. Again, coming back to those two elements, trust and respect. As a good leader, we need to welcome challenge from others. And challenge from different personalities may sometimes feel like it's an attack on us. It might feel like it's a quite mature question upon us. But what we need to do is never react to challenge from others. We need to embrace challenge. Because challenge is a symptom of change. It's a symptom of people wanting clarification of the change, or perhaps it's clarification of why we are changing and maybe they have some insights as to why it might not be a good idea at this point in time to change. Again, listening. And a good leader makes us feel welcome and needed. Every single person in an organization provides a degree of value. And even if we see someone disengaged, maybe not part of the inner circle of an organization, it does not mean for a minute that they don't have an element of value to contribute. Perhaps they have not been given the opportunity to do so. A key element of leadership is understanding when to differentiate between accountability and responsibility. When we talk about responsibility, we are considering being owning our own decisions and activities. When we're accountable, however, we are not only holding ourselves and our own decisions and actions and owning them, we're also owning the actions and decisions of others. Now, some people might think that's unfair, and in a way, that's how a manager may think. But a leader needs to understand the difference between the two and apply both accountability and responsibility throughout the change journey. So the secret here is to be able to empower, create that environment for success, and again, gauge accountability and responsibility in all your activities. Now, being an effective leader, stepping forward, some very basic principles here that I abide by and it helps me day to day. The first one is quite simple, it's to do with our physical person. We need to watch our fatigue levels. It's no surprise that when we are tired or fatigued, our tolerance can somewhat reduce 
and we're often open to mistakes, we can't multitask effectively, and sometimes we can lose our temper. That's not what you want to have happen as a good change leader. Plan, plan, and plan. Now, you'll see planning used a lot throughout this course and all of our lectures. When we plan, which is really centered around the what and how we're going to do things, we demonstrate to others that we have a clear vision. We demonstrate to others that we're in control. But we also demonstrate to people that we have translated what the organization requires in terms of a requirement and we put a plan in place. Without a plan, you are a rudderless ship and unfortunately, people will lose respect and trust in you because it's all talk. Again, touching on this very important point, we need time to make time for others and to listen to people. Just taking an extra five minutes or 10 minutes before work, after work, walking to a meeting, asking someone, tell us a bit more about what you do in the organization, or how do you feel about the changes ahead? Do you feel that there's some barriers ahead that I might not be aware of? Taking that time to ask questions to people and then listening to the answer and then getting all these themes documented for your own notes is a great way to play back to a broader audience at a later point in time all the times that you have listened to people. And that doesn't mean I listened to 20 people or 10 people or 30 people, but if you go through and capture some common themes that people talk about, when you do address your stakeholders at a later point in time, what you're actually doing is resonating and reminding them that, hey, yes, as a change leader, that person did ask me a question, they listened, and now they're playing back. I'm feeling comfortable. And look, another free tip is to learn about yourself is to be an effective leader. And one way to do that is to understand what personality type you have. Now, the URL here, 16personalities.com, is one of many resources online available to people to do this. But most importantly, whatever personality type that you find out that you are, look at it in terms of both strengths and weaknesses, because we all have strengths and things we like to do, and we all have weaknesses or opportunities for improvement. Being able to objectively reflect on ourselves and how our personality type is likely to encourage us down a certain path is very key. And furthermore, when you understand your weaknesses, sometimes you can play them back to conversations in people and really reinforce the fact that you are a human. And like them, as being humans, by acknowledging our strengths and weaknesses, we can improve individually and as a team. Now, another key element here is to be consistent in your approach. That doesn't mean you can't change tactics throughout the journey. It doesn't mean you can't take a plan, but the way you carry yourself, the way you articulate the message needs to be consistent. People like routine, people like cycles. Most of us don't 
agree with that statement, but we like routine. So just as this routine is to our day-to-day -day work, being consistent in our approach as a change leader, we will not catch people off guard when we address them or engage with them, and they'll gain confidence to how we are doing something. And then the last thing, and probably the most important thing as a leader is, if you don't know something, simply declare it. It's being honest, it's being open, and people will gain even more confidence when you lead with a weakness.